and welcome to the pandemic edition of What About Now. Oh, what about now? Oh, what about now? Dude. Um, I want to, I want to, I want to, uh, first apologize right now. I would like to start the show off with an apology. I want to apologize to, to you and all of the listener that we have. Um, I have made the argument, and I think to a point successfully, that as bad as Donald J. Trump has been as a president, I didn't think he was the worst president in our lifetime. I think I had thought that George Bush had been the worst president in our lifetime, and I was able to back that up with with some facts. Um, but I have to walk that back. I, I was wrong. Uh, Donald J. Trump is the worst president in our lifetime, and maybe the worst president. Darren, not, not only... Not only is he the worst president, he's actually worse than all the worst presidents combined. And I actually tweeted about this because just off the top of your heads, you have like you have like the race the racism of Andrew Johnson, who was impeached, by the way. Yes. The the absolutely the absolute inaction of Buchanan and Hoover, who were right before the Civil War and the Great Depression, respectively, and of course Nick Nixon with his. Um, uh, uh, subverting the rule of law, his sneakiness, his dirty tricks, his, and uh, who am I forgetting? I know there's another one in there somewhere. Oh, um, the, the corruption of uh, Warren Harding. <laughs> He's actually worse than all of them. He's more corrupt, inept, um, um, devious. So, like, if you take all those individually, he's he's worse in their own respective way of all of those individual presidents. He and he's also worse than all of them. So he's actually worse than all of the worst put together. <laughs> he is the winner. I, I'd like to welcome all of our listeners to What About Now again. Uh, I just want to say, as a struggling podcast with very very low uh, audience, it's great to be issuing a podcast during a time when you know podcast downloads and listening. It's like at an all-time low. <laughs> yeah, but so that's that makes sort of makes us pandemic proof because when you have nothing to lose, then it doesn't matter, <laughs> right? We can only go from we can only go up from here, right? So right, it's like if you have a million listeners and then it falls off a cliff, that's gonna hurt. But if you have like ten listeners and you fall off a cliff, I mean, it just doesn't hurt that bad. We have ten listeners. <laughs> <coughs> I know that'd be a win. Now, but in case anybody's getting worried, that cough is in fact not COVID because ever since it turned to sort of spring, every day I've been hacking and coughing. I get, I think I have a sinus infection or, and or something to do with the change in weather. So lest you be worried, I'm pretty sure that's not what I have because my chest is completely clear. Watch this. A deep breath for all listeners. Watch this. <sighs> no pain, no heaviness. Yeah. It's strictly in my sinuses. Yeah, T- Ted sounds like the guy in the zombie movie that's trying to hide that zombie bite. I don't know about you listeners, but... Uh... <laughs> uh, let's see. So ba- okay, so basically, um, yes, the world... By, by the way, you, 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 were, you apologized. I know the hand. If, if, if Trump has taught us nothing, you apologize for nothing and you take no responsibility for anything. Uh, well, uh, he doesn't, but I don't... Uh, I don't, I don't uh want to be like Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, I, I want to be the antithesis. I want to be the w- anti-Trump. I want to w- be the anti-Trump. <laughs> WWDD? What would Donald do? <laughs> um, Don't do what Donald would do. <laughs> so I just want to throw well, something in here. <laughs> I want to throw something in here because I think early, a, a while back I mentioned that um, no, maybe it wasn't me. I'm confusing myself for Bill Maher. No, a while back, Bill Maher mentioned that he, he, his sort of mantra has been, if he loses, he's not going to leave. And I've just recently, in the past couple of days, come to the conclusion that he's, in fact, not going to lose the next election because there's no way that there's going to be an honest election. I have absolutely no worry about him uh, not leaving office after he loses. Because after seeing the dirty tricks yesterday, basically, not just him, but the entire Republican Party that enables... The dirty tricks, uh, all the way up to uh, uh, disappointingly, um, John Roberts, Chief Justice John Roberts, who I had a little bit of faith in. Uh, the five to four vote yesterday, or the day before, about the Wisconsin, not, uh, yeah, yeah, wanting letting... to halting the Wisconsin election due to the pandemic, and 
it, it was sort of a tug of war between the governor of Wisconsin and the legislature, and then went all the way up to the chain of state supreme court, federal federal courts, etc., to the supreme court. Basically, so no, they have to have the the election in the middle of the pandemic. They can't delay the election. And my idea is that there's just no way. I don't see any way uh, of the uh, Republicans losing the presidency because they'll do any absolutely anything they can, any dirty trick they could possibly think of. They don't give a shit. All they care about is winning. Oh, now, no, and, the, yeah. and, the, and the newest thing is about they're going to be fighting, um, moving moving the voting to um, absentee. You know, a massive expansion of absentee voting during the pandemic, mm-hmm. and they're already fighting it tooth and nail. And uh, their course. usual their usual bullshit of of corruption you know um what was what was the one with the id the, the disenfranchisement the voter suppression through the id laws that was because there were there was no voter fraud but the eids basically suppressed votes you know, yeah usually the d's and the latest thing is you know they're, they're worried about voter fraud with absentee ballots and of course that's not the case and of course they're doing that because it's gonna suppress votes enough for them to win so there you go so that's my prediction yeah but on, on top of that, just, just on top of the, the, the dirty tricks that, you know, is part and parcel with the Republican Party, um, you also have two things. One, um, I know Trump voters and I talk to Trump voters and I'm friends with Trump voters. Um, and they, they are like every person you see in a casino that's down that doesn't give up and just keeps doubling down and doubling down. That's exactly wow. where they're at right now. They, he has not lost one ounce of support from his base. Not one single ounce. If you think that any of his performances at the at the um, at the press conferences, if you think any of the slow response, um, for most of them, you know, it's it's just a bunch of New Yorkers dying, and that's just a bunch of liberals and, and minorities anyway. Well, so you they, know, give us some time. Well, you know, then maybe that could change. Maybe if you start seeing some personal impact and you know some personal loss in in, in, in the rest of of Trump's America, that might have an impact. But I don't think so. It hasn't yet. Um, okay, so I, I, so so maybe the base hasn't gone anywhere, but the independents have, or the people on the fence definitely have. And just a, you know, a personal anecdote: um, my father-in-law who voted for Trump said he would vote for Biden. I mean, there were just so many, so many people that were holding their nose. Um, I know, I understand. At the thought Hillary, of voting, you know. for, at the thought of voting for Hillary. So even if my father-in-law is going to end up voting for Biden, then maybe there's a shot. But it doesn't matter well, see, because with the dirty know, tricks, it's a possibility. But you know, it, the 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 other thing also is we have uh, <laughs> basically the at what we do every year is that you know Republicans get in fucking line. It doesn't matter. What happens is. They didn't necessarily want Trump, and guess what happened? Trump was the nominee, and then guess what? Every single one of them got in line. He personally insulted Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, and there was a lot of people that didn't really want Donald Trump in the primaries, and they all voted and got in line in 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 the general election. Right, and that's they, the bottom line. At the end of the day, it's about retaining power, the party yeah, retaining power. No, but I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not just talking at the political level. I'm talking at the voter level. They all get in line. When you're a Republican, you get in line. You put behind all that bickering you do, and you get in line. I don't know. I know you spend a whole lot more on, on the world uh, of Twitter than I do, but I did go on there a little bit this week to take a look, and the Democrats are doing their typical circular firing squad again. That's right early. now, yeah, absolutely. We we've got we've got the Bernie supporters just going and, and basically saying that Joe Biden is the same as Donald Trump. And look, Joe Biden wasn't my first pick. Joe Biden wasn't my second. Joe Biden might not even been my fourth pick with the Democrat uh, uh, nominees for 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 president. But guess what? He's not Trump. He he might be slightly left of center. He might not be nearly to the left as you want. He doesn't want <coughs> Medicare for all. He's not talking about uh, 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 absolving student debt. There's a lot of things I would like to see him more progressive on. I completely and totally get it. Um, but the fact of the matter is, he's not Donald Trump, not politically. And but it does not matter to to a lot of the Bernie supporters and the Bernie Bros as you want to talk about or whatever, they are just I I find them and some of the stuff they're saying online now right now, I find them indistinguishable from Donald Trump supporters. I've see, they, I see them with the same type of attacks and same type of comments that I've seen come come from the MAGA heads for the past three years. So you know because their their guy lost and they're pissed off, but give it some time. 
No, they're right, gonna so stay home. They're gonna stay home. Seriously? Or they're gonna They did last time. They're gonna do it again. You mean the young people? The young people, the the, 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 the very progressive. I've I've always felt that when we talk about politics and you say you go left wing and you got the right wing, I've always felt that if you go and you go all the way to the ends of both spectrums, it just makes a, a circle. So I think you go so far left, you start hitting right. Yeah. So. All right, so let's keep it moving. Final thoughts, because I want to keep it moving. We're running. By yeah. the way, it is uh, April 9th, the evening of April 9th. I want to, since since it's it's a, a time completely like any other, I want to do a different show today. Also, because um, we have a limited amount of space on Darren's recorder, yes. so we're gonna we're gonna actually do something absolutely unheard of. We just have to try to have a. We're going to have a short show when you actually have no choice because we're, otherwise we're just going to run out of recording. Okay, so I want to keep things moving. I just want to point out, again, this is April 9th, but because it's a short show, because it's a crazy pandemic episode, we're just throwing everything out the window. This is it. The world is shut down. The U.S. is shut down. We're all locked in. We're all, we're all hunkered down and uh, sheltering in place. So... On that note, we're throwing out everything. We're not doing any segments. We're not doing any sponsors. Yeah, you know what? We're not... We're, a quick wing it. This is yeah. this is the, the kind of podcast you want to listen to on your way to work if you were to go to work or even leave your house. Yeah. Okay. But so the no listener prime. So we're not. We're gonna. We're gonna suspend the search for listener prime at least for this episode. And you know, frankly, hey, let me th- let me tell you, listener prime. I threw in a friggin' mask. And guess what? It's an N95. Wow. I took a look at it. It's an N95 mask. I've oh, got it set aside in wow. the. Cash of wow. crap. If I can't get Listener Prime with a free N95 mask on the line, I don't know what to tell you. What about if we throw in some hydroxychloroquine? What is that? What is that stuff again? I can't remember. The quinine? Hydroxychloroquine? I, I can get you some fish food. <laughs> or fish tank cleaner. Oh, what was shit. it? The fish no. tank cleaner. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that didn't go well for that, that guy somewhere in Louisiana or something. But, yeah. Uh, wrong, t- yeah, wrong type. But, um... Anyway, so we're suspending the search for Listener Prime, and f- frankly, this would, it would be really bad. Here's my thought: it would be really bad if we actually got a Listener Prime, and then it turns out this person actually caught the coronavirus and died. So I don't want to take that chance. I don't want to take the ch- chance of after all this time getting a Listener Prime, only to lose a Listener Prime. So we're just going to go ahead and suspend search for Listener Prime. We're going to do nothing. You we're just going to do. You think we would it. kill Listener Prime? Is that what you're saying? Like are the, the the cash crap would kill them? No, like, I'm saying that the Listener Prime could catch the catch the the. The vid. What's the cool, what's the cool way of saying it? The, the, the catch the, the vid. Rona? They're gonna get the Rona. The Rona. That's it. Yeah, they can catch the, the Rona, Rona and die. So we're suspending that. However, I do. If you, you know, even though we're not gonna have any trending topic, we're not gonna have any segments, any housekeeping. Darren and Ted at gmail.com. You know what? If you wanna catch up on the housekeeping, just listen to any of the previous twenty five podcasts. Absolutely. Do some homework, and you can get in touch with us. But and 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 the and the phrase that pays from last podcast still still goes to this one. So go look at it. Yeah, whatever. Would you like to do a quick um, uh, incompetence lightning round just off the top of your head? Just because I think for for historical sake we should really record just all all of the ways that the administration has fucked up this pandemic from day one. Do you want to do a little lightning round, or do you just want to let me rattle some off the top of my head? Go for it. I'll fill in any gaps you've got. So okay. You know, so sounds like you've got this ready. So let's go. Go for it. Just off the top, it's not really a lightning round, but it's okay. So ignoring the intelligence reports saying that this shitstorm is coming, um, ignoring the pandemic playbook that was written by the Obama administration, um, you know, going on. The daily briefings, the daily um, campaign um, uh, rallies on TV and saying that it's a hoax, saying that it's going to be gone, it's 15 cases and pretty soon it's going to be none, saying shit like, oh, well, I want to, I don't want to bring the crucial people onto shore because it's going to make the numbers go up and that'll make it look bad. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily incompetence, but just, um, so let me re- rein it back in, but definitely um, ignoring the information you have definitely ignoring the guides that you have um not not taking charge of of the supply letting the states fight it out instead of having some sort of national coordination of making sure that all the different places who need it get the supplies uh that's just off the top of my head the absolute actually actually 
the Fed bidding against states in certain instances uh, for supplies, bidding against the states themselves, driving up the price even more. And is that because, my theory is that uh, they would want to take those and take take those things like PPE and ventilators and shift them towards the swing states so that they could get, they could use that politically in order to get votes and win the swing states. But then I just saw a day or two ago that they were withholding stuff from, I think it was Michigan, which is a swing state. So that, that theory didn't really make sense. But uh, just anything uh, no, about incompetence? I, I, well, there, there was a report that said that, that while certain states like Michigan and New York and, and, and Wisconsin were getting a small percentage, not Wisconsin, but Illinois, I'm sorry, uh, they were getting a, only a percentage of what they asked for. Uh, Florida, with a friend of the uh, president's, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, was getting 200% of what they asked for. Wow. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah so again, that sort of bolsters my theory. I, I just yeah. thought of two more. Um, let's see. They, they just be nice to me. He said, "Just be nice to me. Uh, just be <laughs> appreciative." That's he said. Yeah. That's it. I just thought of, uh, two more. Um, they disbanded the pandemic response team in 2018, mm-hmm. and they there was some sort of liaison in China that they also fired. So that yeah. off the top of my head, that's either four, or five, a half a dozen ways. Uh, and, we, uh, and we and we also have things that that uh, not not just incompetent on the on the way in, but things that are going to really affect us coming out of this. Things like just the other day firing the uh, inspector general that was going to be the watchdog to oversee this uh, $2.3 trillion stimulus package that was going to Yeah, but that, see, that to me is just um, his um, um, increasing his... His his grift. That's his grift. Yeah, but yeah, basically, it's not gonna. I don't think any that would have anything to do with saving lives. I think just a matter of, um, he he's gonna be able to him as Cronin is gonna be able to skim some off the top without any accountability. I don't think well, that's gonna necessarily um, impact saving people's lives because that was the recovery. But uh, um, yeah, who knows? when when they start cutting things like Medicaid and Medicare to make up for these gaps, yeah, it it will start okay. saving people's lives. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's keep again keep it moving. This is an accelerated show. I want to get to some personal stories. I want anything else because I want to. I want to. I have a really funny thing that happened to me today, and I also just want to talk about just throw out our personal experience, um, move away from politics, to be like, hey, what's our personal like um, experience? Just to get it down for, you know, just recorded history for the future, for the far future. But do you, what do you want to do? Any final thoughts about uh, our, our sort of lightning round about uh, incompetence? Uh, I, I think I finally reached the exhaustion point in this presidency. Um, I, I don't know if I've got fight left in me anymore. I'm trying to talk to people. I, I don't... When I say fight, I actually just try to talk to people. And it's literally... To the point now that when I try to discuss something with a Trump supporter, I just feel like I'm slamming my dick in the door over and over and over again. I just can't. Darren, I, I have to ask you, ha- have you ever actually slammed your dick in the door? Because now I'm sort of curious. I was trying to think of the most painful thing one could do that wasn't fatal, and I think that would be it. So. No, no, no. I completely disagree because... What, 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 the, what, 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 would, what would be worse? Banging your head against the wall or slamming no, hold your on. dick in the door? No, no, not your dick, but your testicles. Your testicles are way more sensitive, Darren. Think about it. Let me just paint a picture. During sex, the whole object of sex is to thrust the penis as hard as possible into the whatever, lady or man of your choice. So, like, that... Th- that part of the male anatomy right, is designed I, I, for okay. I will agree with you on testicles. the technical. I will testicles. agree with you. On the, I agree with you on the technical uh, aspect that testicles are more sensitive, but dick in the door has a much more alliterative flow that know. feels a whole lot better than just testicles in the door. So remember, when you're telling the joke, it's also about the structure of the joke, not necessarily mm. the scientific. How about slamming your balls against the wall? That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. Because yeah, there you go. You got you got. What do you have to play with? You got nuts. You got balls. Those are you can make a lot of a good uh, alliteration and or rhymes with with those. Yes. So it's I'm, I'm just tired of slamming my balls against the wall. The the the, the point is that I'm. <laughs> What's their point? I'm I'm, I'm 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 fucking exhausted, dude. I am fucking exhausted. I don't I don't have it in me anymore, and and that that political part just leads into the personal part as well. I just am fucking exhausted. Um, I'm exhausted with 
And I have to be careful because I don't want to give out too much because I don't want it to get back to people in charge. But let's just say I work for a political organization that I don't think is doing everything they should be doing to make sure that the employees are safe. Hmm. Um, where I work has construction going on. I think construction and the construction is being done by private contractors. Uh, so they're not even the same employees as my, you know, as myself. They're not employed by the same agency. Uh, that has gone unabated. That has gone continued to go on. Uh, I found out that one of these private contractors uh, contracted coronavirus on site. Wow. Uh, they said they shut down a particular <coughs> job and sent all those people. Are you sure? Dude, are you sure it's a sinus infection? Anyway, they sent that contractor and anyone who was in contact with home. Uh, so that job has been shut down. But there's other contractors doing other jobs on site that haven't stopped. On top of that, they didn't inform any other employee about the positive corona uh, test until about two weeks after it happened. Um, they have tried to do some small steps like cleanliness and trying to, you know, enforce social distancing and stuff. But there's other things they could do, like send non-essential personnel home. Uh, they could stagger shifts. They could extend shifts to have more hours in a day and less days coming in. And they've done none of it. So um, I'll just say that the political organization that makes the call, uh, the person on top is a Republican. So I'm kind of used to this. I live in a state where the Republican governor has been slow to act, and uh, so it's just part and parcel with everything I see from Republicans on this whole thing. So, so have, you, have you been enjoying uh, the the nice beach weather lately? I'm sure the beaches are packed, right? It depends on the county you're in. Uh, some of them are closed. Some of them are still wide open. So I actually yeah, I haven't checked it's... recently if they were still wide open. But as of last week, I know certain beaches were still open. So... All right, so I just I just thought of one more incompetence, um, and maybe it's just them not realizing what's happening. But they, the the administration stopped processing the guest worker visas for the seasonal seasonal um, uh, agricultural workers. And so, if that goes on for too long, if we cut off our own supply of people that are going to be feeding us, then there's going to be some food shortages because basically not carrying the the visas to the seasonal. Uh, Mexicans and, and people from you know south of the border that right. work in the fields and work in the the agriculture industry. I think probably also the meat industry in order to make our food. So if that goes on for too long, we're going to see some food shortages. So that's that's another maybe a little bit. That's a little bit of spite. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, can I tell my funny story? What do you want to talk about? Uh, tell your funny story because I could use a laugh. Okay. Uh, anyway, so this has nothing to do with, um, the, nothing to do with politics, even nothing to do with um, the the pandemic and the and the, the shelter in place. Because well, so Mary, you know, I'm I'm in Maryland and we're shelter in place. Basically, you're only allowed to go out for, you know, essential things like food shopping or picking up food from a restaurant or whatever. There's kind of a long list actually, but going out for exercises, but uh, we don't really go out too much. Anyway, so. The weather finally turned a little bit nice up here, and we do have a, a grill. We have a little a deck with a grill, and so thought it'd be nice. We've been grilling the past few days, past week, whatever. We, we and today was just a crazy day. I, I, it's been windy all day, and then I looked at the weather, and it turns out we're in a gale warning. I don't know if that was primarily for boaters, but it's like windy as fuck. It's really gusting out there, and so all day as we're hanging around the house working, right? We keep hearing these thumps. And my wife yells down to me, hey, there's something crashing outside. And I go upstairs. And so the wind had torn off uh, a giant piece of like four or five foot siding from the side of the neighbor's house. And since we live in a townhouse, um, it's sort of weird, but like the siding is actually like above our townhouse. Because like the different townhouses next to each other like are sort of different heights. We just okay. happen to be we, one of the shorter ones between the two larger ones. It's like the wind blows. And because I've, I've had siding ripped off of the from the other on the other side the other neighbors and then like crashes into our yard or whatever anyway so the wind's blowing today and siding a giant piece of siding is crashing onto our deck and then i'm up there and 
taking a look at this again this giant this is like i'm looking at this thing it's, it's really big it's it's not necessarily heavy but it's big and there's also like it's pointy at the end so like if this thing falls on me like it like impale me basically and so i i'm i went out and I, I was like going to try to talk to the neighbor or look to see where it came off of. And I come back and what, 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 before I left, what I did was I had moved it to the side of the deck. And I came back and, and my wife says, uh, honey, the, the wind took that piece of siding and moved it across the deck. And I said, well, that, that can't be because I really secured it. And I looked and I'm like, no, honey, that's the second piece of siding that fell while I was gone. Oh, so Jesus. we had two pieces of siding. And then while I was out... Okay, so I collected the siding. I got a hold of the neighbor. I gave it to her. And somewhere between then and dinner time, a third piece of siding came down. I, by the way, still have that one. So I'll give it to the neighbor tomorrow. So three pieces of siding at different times have fallen onto the deck. And Jesus. so, what is, now what, not question. Here's a little trivia. What does my wife like to do in times of emergency? Order Chinese food. I'm, I'm going to generalize and say, um, immerse yourself in that emergency. So, Naturally, we have uh, deadly projectiles falling from the roof. So what does she want to do? She wants to cook on the deck. So like <laughs> go 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 out and you know you know and when you're grilling on the deck, you have to go out there five ten times back and forth, light it, put the stuff on, check on it, take it off. All while there's a gusty wind at any time, like another projectile could come Jeez. crashing down. I'm like okay, Jesus. we should really be careful about this. And so the wind, the wind is sort of killing. So like I'm, I'm just sort of being a little nervous about like okay, just don't linger, just cross and then run back and don't linger and don't hang out or whatever. Because like, you know, like three pieces of deadly projectiles are, are have already fallen onto the deck at three different times. So <laughs> um, at, at this point, maybe I'm not. It's a little bit more than paranoia. Would Would you agree with me there? Yeah, I think it's a it's a clear and present danger at this point. Okay, so if that wasn't bad enough, it's very windy, and we go light the grill, put the stuff on, and the wind blew the grill out. Now, think about how you have to think about how dangerous it is because the gas is still on, but there is no fire, therefore the gas is leaking out and forming a giant cloud. So, basically. I guess it's not that bad because, like, it is windy, so I don't know how long, like, the cloud will, like, linger around us. But still, it's basically just, like, taking a propane tank and opening it wide open with no flame and just, like, letting it sit for, you know, for five minutes, whatever. Okay, so that's two different ways now today that the wind has tried to kill us. And I was trying to think of a third way, and the only thing I could think of is that maybe I'll go out there later to cover up the ground and the wind will just blow me off the deck. But like that's the bottom line is today it's 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 man versus nature it's Ted versus wind in Maryland so far it's wind two and Ted zero. It's gonna be like Final Destination Final Destination twenty eight or whatever you know it's gonna be some like yeah. elaborate mouse trap type thing where sighting falls uh, on a plank of wood the plank of wood shoots a hot coal you know fifteen feet in the air which burns through the power line which lands on the metal railing which leads into a puddle of water that you're standing in <laughs> exactly you, did you include wind in there because i don't, I don't <laughs> well the siding is what fell off from the wind okay yeah. okay so anyway so that's just my silly little story that could that could have happened really anytime not during a pandemic or a political shitstorm, just a windy day at home. But um, <laughs> just I don't know, just give me, just give me a little. Uh, tell me about. Let's talk about our lives. Like, what's what's your sort of life like? What's my life like in terms of like how we change our behavior? I mean, obviously, not basically not leaving the house. See, now I think you're in a different boat because you are an essential worker, and so you're yes, still going to work and coming home. Yes, um, I am. I am not. So I'm. I mean, technically, where I work, I'm not going to get into, uh, uh, the company is considered an essential worker. Me, personally, yeah, not necessarily, but the company is. But uh, it, it doesn't matter. So I'm in IT, and so I have the luxury of working from home. Right. Uh, based, I can do my job sitting in front of a computer at the office. I can do my job sitting in front of a computer um, on, on my you know, my chair next to my bed. Okay, right. so, and so my, my wife and I, we both work from home. And so, again, that's a lot. In this day and age, not losing your job. Not getting laid off and having the ability to work from home, I, I recognize that's a huge. I don't want to say blessing because that's not really up my alley, but a huge, honestly, a huge fortune, it's, a huge luxury. Right. 
Exactly. Exactly. It's 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 a nice. It's a better position than too many Americans are in right now. So, and even though I I'm essential, I have to go to work, and you know that sucks because, like I said, I I don't think there's being done enough to to make sure that we're being uh, safely looked out at, at work. Um, but the fact of the matter is, that means I still have a job. Uh, and my wife is a teacher, right. so she is still has a job. She's working at home, but she's doing virtual teaching right now, like like most teachers across America are doing. Yeah, so we're so, both we're both doing pretty good. Right. It's a little difficult for her right now because not only does she have to leave virtually teach her own children, but she has to make sure that my two children are doing their virtual learning at about the same time. So yeah, basically, and yeah, yeah, so we have a couple kids who are at home now. Um, I want to say maybe it's a little bit easier because they're so young that. Um, I don't think they're missing out as much if they were in school because they're both pre-kindergarten. Yeah. So, I call me crazy, but I don't think it would have as big an impact as if, say, they're... No. Yeah. I, 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 right now, it's a little bit more impact for me. My, 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 one's in second grade, one's in kindergarten. So, I, I do worry about them being behind. But, I mean, everyone's going to be behind right now. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, it's like... The fact of the matter is, they'll probably be less behind than some kids who don't have educators as parents, you know, or... Yeah. God, there's kids out there that don't have internet service, you know, so... Yeah, yeah, so so we're doing okay, um, relatively speaking. But uh, what else? I mean, I basically... We don't leave the house. Um, we just just discovered um, DoorDash. We had some food delivered. A couple times we've gone out and done, done some contactless takeout. Right. And like basically pull up, just have them throw the food in the back of our, our, our trunk or whatever. I've done that uh, a couple times, yeah. And uh, and that that's it. Uh, yeah. A couple times we just take drives to nowhere. Or just to get out of the house take a drive. A couple times maybe just take a little walk. We, yeah. we have a little, a little front yard where we, the kids can play in. But um, basically not a lot of... I, I guess I'll say... Not a lot of leave in the neighborhood, right? You know, the, um, uh, but like, so grocery shopping was a nightmare. So, um, we, you know, we really they just said, was it just within the past week? Uh, was it not Fauci, but that, was it Burke? What was that her name? Is? I think it was Brit. Is it Brits or Burts? Burts or Brits? Something like I that. I think it's Burke. I think it's Burke. She's the the other person that's right. uh, on the top of the task force. But she basically said. This is not, if you can, this is not the week to go grocery shopping. So what does my wife do? Go grocery shopping. Exactly. So basically, grocery shopping, I insisted, because I couldn't win that argument. So I I insisted um, on protocols, meaning that there is going to be a decontamination protocol where she's going she's gonna to go out covered head to toe wearing a mask, wearing glasses, wearing gloves. She's going to get all the stuff, and she's going to come back, and she's going to, like, we're going to have a decontamination where she's going to like strip down in the garage and and then go immediately take a shower and then we're going to leave all the food in the garage except for except for the the perishables actually we, we have a fridge in the garage so that's an advantage so basically the idea is that basically leave everything in the garage and then slowly at our leisure like uh, wipe it down with a with a Clorox wipe or something or the other thing is uh, the cool thing is that even if the stuff gets on your food depending on what it is uh, it won't last forever so like card what we've been doing uh, for like any sort of delivery any sort of Amazon delivery any sort of mail we bring it in and it goes into quarantine for 24 hours because um, in in general I've read that cardboard maybe this is a handy helpful tip but quarantine tip but they say that uh, supposedly the virus only lasts about 24 hours on cardboard much longer on metal and plastic but not so much on cardboard and paper and so basically anything that comes in the house i just put in the garage and I let it sit there for 24 hours hopefully if there's anything if anybody sneezes on it it'll degrade and i go wash my hands but that's the garage is kind of like quarantine and anyway so i like like really crazy about like okay get her um into the house, get her decontaminated, just leave the stuff in the garage. And slowly over the past couple of days, we've been basically wiping down, like washing all the fruit, wiping down all the stuff um, so that we make sure we did not bring anything in. And so I never thought, I never thought in a million years, like I would have to introduce the following phrase into my normal, normal daily vocabulary. And that phrase is, honey, did we sanitize the groceries? <laughs> That's like a regular question. That's like a, some some sort of variation of that. Right. 
Huh? That's the phrase of the question of the year. Honey, did, did we did we disinfect the groceries? It's anyway, so that's my life. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, I pretty much go out every day, but I go straight to work and I go home. Um, I when I buy groceries, I try to buy groceries to last for a while. Um. I'm pretty much the only one to go out. Uh, I figure since I'm already the most exposed, I might as well continue to try to absorb most of the danger as well. So if there is anything that needs to be picked up at the store or anything like that, I'll be the one to do it. Yeah, but now if you absorb the danger, though, and you get sick, then you have a high probability of them passing it on to them. So how does that... Would you isolate? Would you self-isolate from them? Well, I do have the, the, the luxury of when I, where I work, there is a separate residence I stay at. Um, and if I were to get sick down here, then yes, I would self-isolate. Okay, so yeah. so yeah. Um, I, I was, There was going to be one more thing I was going to say. If I'm feeling um, a fever, I'm not going up. I'm not going to go s- see my family. I will stay down here and fight it off alone. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so you have a contingency plan. Uh, and really, just you want to minimize, you know, other than absolutely necessary, like right now, because you know we're still the we're st- we're still climbing that hill. We haven't hit the top. We haven't started coming down. We're climbing the hill. So like, um, <clears throat> and then I'm I'm getting nervous because now my I think we're in the same situation. We have family member, old elderly family members in like assisted living, and those things are just uh, well, not good. I, I have to give the place where my mom is credit. They shut that place down to outside visitors before the state of Florida did. Does doesn't matter. It's the staff. It's the staff that yeah, causes those contamination. Yeah, I understand. But as they they were still mitigating that you know that response early, so that the, might the giant outbreak in Washington. It was the staff that was transmitting it to all the different people. Yeah, but that was also the first cases that hit here. So. Okay, so hopefully they got better. <clears throat> I think in some places they've mandated that the staff at those places have to wear PPE. Right. Um, oh yeah. No, they they they're wearing the the staff is wearing PPE. I take stuff to my mom, you know, like groceries and stuff. Yeah. I'm not allowed in. Somebody meets me at the door, and they are um in their PPE gloves, uh, mask, everything. So they're handling the people with gloves and masks. So. I'm allowed to go see my mom. She goes out to a porch that's near her room and stands on the porch, which is on the second floor. And we go outside and we wave up to her. So. Okay. Well, you can still talk on the phone, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. All right, one more thing. I want to give a a little helpful tip. This is uh, the What About Now quarantine helpful hints. So now, on the one hand, I'm thinking... You know, if you, if you have a secret, you have your little secret way to, to get something done that's not really known too well. If that secret gets out and everybody starts doing it, then you you lose your secret. But in this case, because we have so few listeners, I feel like it'll be a little treat for our dozen or so listeners, and it's not going to get out past that. So here's my what about now handy hint, which is... If you're short on toilet paper, buy commercial toilet paper. Because I ordered a case of commercial toilet paper from Amazon. Those giant, you know, like rolls that are like, what? I don't know, two feet, two feet yeah. in diameter. <laughs> the ones that are, are whole, usually used in like dispensers and things like that. And giant dispensers in public restrooms. Yes. You can still get that. Mm-hmm. So there's our little what about now helpful hint. Yes. Um, you, can, you can order cases of those and... Mm-hmm. I've been using it because I was really excited to test it out, and it's quite usable. It's not uh, apparently it's more of a, a male thing to be pleased with that because apparently women wipe more often than guys. I didn't really, you know, who who knew? And, and apparently <laughs> they wipe very sensitive areas when every time they go to the bathroom. But um, I have absolutely no problem wiping my ass with this, like uh, you know, airport bathroom toilet paper. <laughs> but uh, so I figured that in the division. Of responsibilities in the house, <clears throat> I'll probably use the, the, the the rough stuff and you know save the good stuff for them. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's a little what about a helpful hint? Commercial toilet paper. Good, good. Hey, absolutely. Look, if you're listening to our podcast, you just got a gem, yeah. a gem wow. of a tip. It's like I, I like these little hints because I watch like 
years ago when it started to be the, the peak of all like the prepper shows and survival shows on the Discovery Channel back when they actually showed non-reality shows, I remember some guy who was, I don't know, maybe it was, the, what was that one show that was like sort of the best one? It was like, um, uh, it was a prepper show on Discovery Channel. Uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, doomsday preppers or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, okay. exactly. Okay. And those relations, like, like that, when they first started coming out, they were talking about five, ten years ago. But uh, I remember something. There was a guy who was like wandering around and doing all kinds of crazy stunts, but he made a point that stuck with me: is that during Hurricane Katrina, of all the places that were looted and all the places that were destroyed and raided and picked clean, I don't want to use the term looting people going to grocery stores because they were just trying to survive, right? You know, Best Buy is looting, but, like, the grocery store is, like, not looting. Um, That's surviving. But he said that the one place that not a single person disturbed was the libraries. Hmm. To have this... It's like, nobody's like, ah, shit, there's a hurricane, let's go to the library. Right. So, to have this little bit of knowledge, you basically want to think not like everybody else. That's the general lesson here, is that Think of something that nobody else has thought of. Not like, oh, let me try to get in line Costco to fight all the other people, but like, let me think of the thing that nobody else is doing. Nobody's going to the library during the hurricane. Nobody's apparently trying to order commercial toilet paper. Well, probably a lot of people are, but like, right. it's available, so not everybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what you have to think of. You have to think of the thing that nobody else is doing. Well, I, what I've known for years, just mainly because of my background, if there is a apocalyptic pandemic where it's basically you break into things and you you get things that you need and you get them quickly you know um one of the things that most people are going to want is they're going to want medications things like antibiotics and stuff like that and so every walgreens and every cvs and every doctor's office that you know might have some some medications there they're they're all going to get looted immediately wait i know where you're going i know the answer can i guess Yeah, well, I kind of gave you the hint of my background, but yes, go ahead and guess. Veterinarians. Exactly. Most of the medications you use in dogs and cats, you can use in people as well, especially things like antibiotics. There you go. And again, so we're not really in danger of ruining our secrets because we have very few listeners, but our prize prize listeners, we've just imparted you the what about now, what do we call it, what about now, Uh, helpful hints. Do we have we a go. new segment? We said we wouldn't have new segments, Ooh, but I think but I we, think we, we think accidentally we got a did a segment. It's the help, the helpful hint. <laughs> but it wasn't it wasn't a prior segment, so we we stumbled into a segment, and it's that's a it. New so, segment. all right. So, how much time do you have left in your recorder? Uh, we got about ten minutes. So ten minutes. All right. So let's just start wrapping it up. Um, no, I I was gonna say maybe we'll do some sponsors. The only thing I can think of would be like I'm ba- we're, I'm basically using the hell out of Amazon and Target delivery and a little bit of Sam's Club. By the way, you don't have to be a member of Sam's Club to get deliveries by Sam's Club. But there's another helpful hint. Oh, I don't have a Sam's Club near me, so it doesn't really matter. So okay, they charge you an extra ten bucks or whatever, but like okay. you don't have to be a member. Yeah. So. Um. What else? What's another? Just basically every this pandemic has been brought to you by all the home delivery places, all the Instacarts. 3M. Door, <laughs> door dashes. Oh, uh, of course. I, that, that's DoorDash, not Jordash. <laughs> Is Jordash even still around? It, I don't know. Like, I ordered I ordered a sandwich from Jordash and it just did not show up. <laughs> um, but that's it, man. I mean, we can still yabber, uh, yap, yap, and jabber on for another five or so minutes. But like, just, just random thoughts, just throwing everything out the window. Very abbreviated show. No trend. The trending topic is pandemic. Next. Uh, uh, we, we've been talking about the pandemic for. <laughs> I know. Literally, literally every day on Twitter, the the, the uh, when I'm tweeting, it's the same five. Because every day, COVID nineteen, COVID twenty nineteen, and COVID and COVID dash nineteen and COVID underscore nineteen, they trend every single day. So we've basically our entire podcast has been one big trending topic. I will. I will say this. Um, I do expect that we're going to re-elect Trump. Um, I don't even think the Republican dirty tricks are going to be needed. I think he's going to, he's going to win. He's going to win those battleground states again, and he's going to be president for another term. Um, and I would caution uh, anyone who's thinking about voting for him. Uh, every time somebody crosses Donald Trump's path, sooner or later, 
they get betrayed and disappointed and end up with nothing. Uh, if you're not there yet, if you're still supporting him, you go ahead. You have the right to exercise your vote in, in November. But uh, if you're not at rock bottom now, by the end of that second term, you will be. He will betray you, and he will leave you with nothing like he's done everybody else in his life. Uh, but if we reelect Donald Trump, I'm going to say America deserves everything they get. Yeah. Um, just got to keep our heads down, basically. Um, so that's it. Hopefully this is not the last episode of What About Now? Pandemic edition. No, no, um, won't, be, won't be the last episode. We'll have a, a, a our more jovial, uh, rambling, uh, two-hour smorgasbord of bullshit at uh, some point in the future here. Once uh, everything passes and I get a card that I can actually get data on. So... <laughs> Um, well, what do you think is going to be first, the pandemic ends, or we're going to get around to do another show? Because we've sort of set um, the bar low for how frequently we've been doing this. Like, well, This is actually, this has been less than two months for between shows, so that for us has been pretty damn quick. <laughs> well, so, it's not post, it's, let me point out, we haven't posted it yet. Uh, this is true, this is true. But, so. uh, yeah, we just decided to do a quickie today for many reasons. Like, my time is really a lot shorter because I'm having to, you know, obviously, take we, we both have to take care of the kids as well as work. And so oh, that sort of juggle around my work time to some in the evening and then all the extra stuff that I wasn't doing before, like cleaning and all kid-related stuff. So, like, my time, I, I have very little leisure time with with the, the lack oh, of normal resources. Oh, of course, you know? of course. Well, the good thing about doing this show, mixing this show, is it's shorter, so it should be take less time yeah. to do this time. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but what else? Just, just final thoughts, man. Uh... Final, final thoughts is just everybody, uh, be safe. Continue to do the social distancing. Um, I think in the next couple of weeks you're going to start seeing a dip in numbers. I think we are going to start flattening the curve here soon. Uh, I'm, I'm most everyone agrees that this week and probably going into next week is going to be bad. But I think it'll start flattening after that. Don't think that that means it's over. Uh, continue to do what you're doing. Don't start getting hopeful just because you see a little dip in numbers. There's, there's still some time for this to run through. And depending on where you are in the country, you might be getting it later than certain other parts of the country. If it's clearing in New York, doesn't mean you're clear in Nebraska. So. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But you keep saying we're going to see a flattening out, but like it hasn't gotten everywhere in the U.S. yet. And there's still a dozen or so states that they have no policy for sheltering in place and social distancing. Right. So, like, the we those places haven't peaked, and, and Florida still not, has no strong policy in terms of. Is there a lockdown order in Florida? Not, not, a, not nothing enforced. No, there's there's a curfew in place in yeah. Miami Dade and things like that. But it, it again, it's. Everyone is leaving it up to basically local governments and state governments, and that this, you know, this is what you get when you want a weak decentralized government. When you want, when Republicans say things like, uh, you know, I want government small enough to drown in the bathtub. Uh, when, um, you know, when Ronald Reagan says gov government isn't the solution, it's the problem. Uh, this is what happens uh, when you when you have a, a huge crisis that requires centralized organization and centralized thinking, and you have people in charge who are against actively against centralization and centralized organization. This is what happens. You get a, a hot a hodgepodge response that that varies depending on where yep. you are. So. All right, all right. That was way too long of a response. For how much time do we have left? We still got like five minutes, so. Okay. Oh, and are we still recording? Because I haven't asked that since yes, I showed yes. up, too. We're still recording. Okay. We're still recording. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it's just a shit show. Um, I don't. I think we're in it for the long haul. I think we're in it for the long haul. There, obviously, there, nobody's going back to school this this school year. If they go back in the fall, it'll be yeah, shocking. School's not coming. Uh, I, fall, I, I don't know about, but yeah, school's not coming out this year. Oh, let's let's make mention that uh, my prognostication was really good last podcast. Uh, you said something about St. Patty's Day. Yes, I did, and the uh, the actual the actual date in this country that all fifty states had a reported case of coronavirus was St. Patrick's Day, 
West Virginia was West Virginia right. was the last holdout, and that was on St. Patrick's All Day. Right. Also, All I was right. I was also very good with the. Uh, I told you Bernie Sanders did not play well in the South. Oh, that's right, because we probably had a show before Super Tuesday. And so the bottom line is, you're, you, I give you congratulations, because I think we actually had a bet, because you took the under and I took the over, so you won the gentleman's bet. You got St. Patty's Day, yeah. Yeah. and uh, con- congratulations. Um, I would give you a, a point, but um, I don't have any spare points. I spent all my money on toilet paper and canned goods, so I have no money left to buy a point. So I'm sorry, I can't give you a point. Well, you better turn some tricks and give me my point, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait. Is is prostitution still going on during a pandemic? How, how do you? But yeah. But how do you do it from six feet away? Is my question. <laughs> I mean, I let's just say some of us can can take care of business from six feet away, but not just all. T- hey, look. Just because your wife tells you to stand six feet away from her at all times <laughs> no, doesn't mean you're no. taking care of anything. <laughs> no, you're confusing that with the whole hole in the sheet. Ah. <laughs> you know that old. That old Jew thing. Anyways, let's get going. Let's wrap it up. Anyway, so thank you to our delivery sponsors and our Instacart and our uh, they, door yeah, dashes. Th- yeah, thank you to the people uh, who, are, uh, who have to, to, to work during this, especially the ones that yes. don't get paid much, the door dashes. And thank you, th- thank you to the, the gig people and thank you to the grocery store workers. Absolutely. And thank you to all the hospital workers and EMTs mm-hmm. and nurses and everybody, etc. We love you. And we got to sign off now. So, Yes, so everybody stay safe, stay healthy, and until next time, this is Darren. And this is Ted. And you're listening to What About Now.